Thank you for downloading this free episode of Fun Employment Radio. You can support us by doing all of your online shopping at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. Vendors such as Zappos, ThinkGeek, Expedia, eBay, Amazon, and more. All at funemploymentradio.com slash shop. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It's not that I don't think volunteering is a good thing. I mean, I'm glad that you're doing that. I'm just a little bit concerned with your complete infatuation with everything. I'm Like cemeteries and all of that. I mean, does this mean you're going to start dyeing your hair black and like wear like black lipstick? I am kind of. I've had the blue for a few months. I'm ready to mix it up a little bit. You're already really pasty. So, I I mean, you add in the black lipstick on top of that. I was just gifted a lipstick palette by our friend Christy and it has black lipstick in it. Maybe I should start making that. Going goth at 35 is a little bit not really <laughs> Am I 30, I'm not 35, I'm 34. Well, hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, but wherever I'm... and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Damn of course, you. we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. I am thank old enough you. to get confused about my thank, age, though. God thank damn you. It. Thank you for finding us. <laughs> All right, there. Finally, I got it out. Uh, no, I'm just saying it's it's a little unnerving. Sometimes so we'll we'll it, talk about this. Sometimes it takes a while for someone to find themselves. We'll 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 talk about that. Um, so we've got a big show here lined up for you today because we are going to have uh, one of the reasons it's going to be a big show. We have a special guest joining us here in just a little bit, and that is. Phazon Love. Now, you may uh, you you may already know the name Phazon Love, but, but if perhaps, you don't, you would know his face. Uh, let's just say, fans of Friday, oh, it's God. Big Worm. Big Worm is on the show today. It, I was so excited. So he came in earlier this morning, and we we interviewed him. We're going to play the interview on here. But Phazon Love, he is awesome, and uh, and he's going to be joining us. Yeah, so he's Big super Worm, cool. you may know him as the department store manager from, uh, from or the Elf. department manager from Elf. Yes, and many many other things that he's been in, and he's awesome. And he's at Helium Comedy Club tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. So we'll have uh, we'll have him in just a little bit, and a bunch of other stuff. It may be, it's Friday. It may feel a little bit sciency in here. Uh oh. It's been a little while. Is it going to get? It has been a while. I have actually. It's been so long that I have actually missed it being a little sciencey on Fridays. It's been a little while. We mm-hmm. may have to do a little bit of Doctor Science today. I think that might be necessary. I'm just saying for live listeners at FunEmploymentRadio.com/slash/live, you can enter in some questions. Maybe Doctor Science will show up. I don't know. I don't oh, know. I can't say. You never know. Can't say for sure. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll be playing uh, Phase on here in just a couple of minutes. But before we get to that, so Sarah, as as you know, if you listen to this show, is completely obsessed with cemeteries all of a sudden it's, it's kind of come on in the last year i would say honestly though i was thinking about this because i was like is this something that's new and it's not um the cemetery thing is not new i realize that i've been this way for quite some time because back uh about eight or nine years ago when the portland uh, mausoleum mm-hmm. when the big mausoleum uh down near milwaukee yes, was yes. open I, I know you're obsessed with the portland mausoleum yes but now you can't go in because you know people were going in and vandalizing it so basically it's this huge mausoleum off of bybee which is a street here uh, it's in milwaukee which is a little bit south of uh, Portland proper. And it's this amazingly huge mausoleum with like, uh, it's like tons of miles of like, of walkways. I can't remember how many it is. Like 250,000 people are buried in it. It's an insane place. And I used to go there and read or, you know, like take pictures or write in my, Uh take notes or whatever. But anyway, you can't get in there anymore. But I realized that I was doing that like 10 years ago. So this isn't something new. This is just something I haven't, I haven't done in a while. Sure. Okay. Are you done with that? Yes. That, that story. Okay, so you you like going to the Lone First Cemetery, which is an awesome cemetery, it's and they beautiful. need volunteers for things. But here's the thing, though: the reason I'm concerned with this is that Sarah, if you if you follow her on any kind of social media, you know that she, that's where she goes running because she runs through there when you go on your runs, and every single time you post a billion pictures from the cemetery. I do not post and a billion no, pictures. No, it's like I know when you I know when you're going to go running. I'm like, "Oh, great. Well, now I'm going to have cemetery pictures popping up on my feed." So it's It's a beautiful cemetery. I'm not saying anything against that. You're absolutely correct. That's not the that's not what my concern is. My concern is your obsession level. I don't think I'm obsessed. I think I really like the fact that it's a beautiful park. You know, with the, lots of dead people in it. But, I mean, every time it's like a new surprise when I go through. Because, Greg, did you know that there are over 25,000 people buried in the Lone First Cemetery? And do you know that due to years of corrosion and uh, people haven't been able to you know, maintain all of the headstones, 10,000 
of those 25,000 people are unidentified. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. And mm-hmm. you know what they need? They need volunteers to come up and help, like, clean the headstones. Also, there's a volunteer job where you can go through and, like, family members are trying to find where their loved ones are buried. And mm-hmm. they might be, like, under, you know, some grass or something. You can find it and reunite people with their with their relatives. Uh-huh. Well, and that's, th- those exciting. are all good things. Those are all good things. But, again, it's your obsession level with it. It's. I know you say you've been like this for you know you've been you've liked these things for like eight or nine years or whatever. I'm I'm here to tell you we've been doing this show for five years. You have never had this level of obsession as you have, and I'd say that I'd say even the last six months. So now you're going to be volunteering there. So are you- well, I don't know. I asked to volunteer, and I keep like refreshing my email, and they haven't written back. Okay, well maybe you won't be. I don't maybe know. I'm just saying it's a little late to be going goth, and you I don't do seem to be going to a little bit really gothy. Supposed to be. <laughs> I'm not coffee. I always wear black. Well, I'm just saying it seems a little bit odd. Now, are you going to be the older person that goes there and hangs out with like the goth kids when they hang? Do goth kids still hang out? In I don't cemeteries? know. I don't see anybody. That's, Is that what they do? Whenever I'm running through there, for the most part, it's just other like joggers or there's nobody. Okay. So I don't see anybody. Hang- oh, scratch that. Sometimes there are like a couple kids sitting in there, but you don't see them too often. Okay. So are you going to go hang out with those kids when they're in there? No, I'm not going to hang you're out gonna with be that person? weird you're be the kids weird hanging older, out in the cemetery. The weird older lady that tries to like mentor or, or are you going to just try to like infiltrate with the goth community? No, I don't want to infiltrate with the goth community. I like being there by myself and I like looking at the tomb, at, mm-hmm. like the gravestones. <laughs> and Nipples in the live chat says, are you listening to a lot of Bauhaus lately? I am listening to my Depeche Mode Pandora yeah, there we station. Go. Okay, that's what I was. That's what <laughs> I, I was wondering about. A lot about. of the church comes up. A lot of Echo and the Bunnymen, the uh-huh. Cure. Uh huh. It's a lot of. Okay. Okay. So, so you're going to be listening to that, the Cure. Are you going to be talking about your emotions more? Because the the reason I'm one of the main reasons I'm asking is this may affect our show if you decide to go that way because it's not very uplifting. You know, goths generally they're not I an uplifting. Disagree. Group. I don't feel like I'm I'm gothy more so as I am like just I really find it to be beautiful. You know, I'll be at Cemetery Park. Mm-hmm. I like running through it. I like looking. It's like every time I go into a new section, you can find you know people with different names, people who were born in like you know the early eighteen hundreds, right? All different kinds of like uh, epitaphs that are written. I on... think you're uh, the, all of that stuff is good. I think you're denying some of the underlying issues, though. I think you're trying to brush over that, and the underlying issues are your obsession with. It's the obsession level. And it's, that's really what I'm concerned about. It has with. peaked a little bit. Yeah, it's it's peaked a lot. I'm afraid of where it's going to go. Are you going to start like powdering your face and stuff like that and, and crying? And, I have are you going to go to poetry jams? I have the skin tone to where I should just be goth to begin with because I don't, you know, I don't have a tan. I never It's true. Tan. You are a natural born. I am, uh, I am naturally translucent. You have the you have the God-given gifts to be goth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got the pale skin. I have the dark eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you maybe are, I've maybe been this neglecting my destiny. Maybe this is your thing. Maybe you should Maybe you should mentor this. You, you'll can start to be that girl you know you you be the goth girl are you gonna wear like gowns and stuff like that like black gowns isn't that what they i'm confused because i was never really a goth kid so i don't know i wasn't either okay well i i don't know you would know i'm more. assuming there might be some kind of gown you're gonna need to learn it. this stuff okay if this is if this is your path now this goth is my Sarah. chosen path yeah and you have well, to frown a lot me back you're way a- too upbeat you need to frown a lot and talk about you know i wonder if i sounded too desperate you have in to my hate email. the sun you have to hate the sun as well I wonder if I sounded too desperate in my email and they don't What want did you to. say? <laughs> well, I, I didn't say too much. Okay, read read your read, read what you said. I just wrote uh, the subject. I wrote volunteering for headstone surveying slash assisting families and located loved ones groups. Which, which again, I'm not saying that's a great thing. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not disputing that. It's before no, we get a bunch of angry emails. No, like, why would anyone be angry about well, that? Well, it's Greg. Oh, because somebody will spin it some way. Yeah. It's Sarah I'm concerned with. So <laughs> what, what did you write? I wrote, hello there. My name is, oh God, I'm such a nerd. By the way, this was over an hour ago, and they haven't written back. Uh-oh. Hello there. My name is Sarah, and I'd love to volunteer some of my... Oh, God. What God, did you write? Nothing. I didn't write anything embarrassing, but it's just embarrassing Did to you write, like, your history? No. And did you over... Yeah, did you over-talk in the email? No, I didn't. I just said, uh, hello there. My name is Sarah, and I'd love to volunteer some of my time to help out in what I believe to be one of the most beautiful and interesting cemeteries I've ever been to. When you get a chance, I'd love to hear more uh, information on how to move forward. Thank you so much, and have a great day. All right. Well, that's fine. Yeah. No, that's that's fine. Totally. I was worried you were going to start oversharing and start t- talking about the mausoleum in that email, because I probably hear you bring up the mausoleum at least twice a month, <laughs> at least, I would say. Uh, so, all right. Well, let's just 
That's just before you start writing out all your poetry and your dark, <laughs> your dark secrets, um, which you did. I guess that's true. We did talk about this. You were kind of goth in college a little bit because you would sit alone in the field and play get, play your guitar. That I did you didn't wear know a choker and wear a lot of black. Yeah, but I never did like the black eye makeup, black hair. Mm-hmm. That's what I always associated with goth. Okay, well maybe I'll look up some tips on how you can become it. That we'll, would be we'll fantastic, Greg. Thank you. Oh yeah, uh, Rick in the chat says you have to start smoking clothes. Ew. Uh, so you're gonna have to do that. That's one of the things. Um, okay, dye your hair back black. Okay, here's a, here's a list. Dress in black. Goth girls wear a lot of black corsets and fishnet. I don't wear either of those. Well, things. you're gonna have to fix that. Uh, wear boots. You do wear boots. I do wear boots. Okay. All right, yeah, there's there's some different tips here on what you can do. Okay. So we'll we'll get you full on full on board with that. That's real. That'll that's be real our new sweet thing. We'll have to get some new headshots taken, that's for sure. Okay. That's gonna be very awkward. All right, so why don't we why don't we do this? Before we go any further, let's go ahead and play our interview with Phase on Love. So Phase on Love, as we talked about, Big Worm from Friday, and a million other things too. Mm. If you grew up anywhere within fifteen years of my age, you watched Friday, and Friday was one of the best movies ever. There's just hands down. Friday is one of the every funniest movies ever. Guy that I've talked to about like Big oh, Worm. God damn it! Every every time I say Phase on Love, everyone's just like Big Worm. Every single person, mm-hmm. and they're super excited. It isn't like a casual like oh Big Worm from Friday. It's mind no, losing. No, he's awesome. That's why. And he actually touches on that a little bit. In this he does. Video. He does talk about it and a bunch of other stuff. So he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club this uh, well tonight, which is Friday, January sixteenth. Two shows tonight. Two th- two shows on uh, Saturday and one show on Sunday. You can get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. And we had him in earlier today, so we're going to go ahead and play the interview. It starts off because we were joking about doing a Bible podcast right before we went on air. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's a little bit what we're referencing in it. But uh, let's go ahead and play that, and then we'll be back right afterwards. It is Phase on Love on Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I think that's a genius idea. <laughs> what is I missed your genius? Just idea. all all Bible verses. That's what we have to do. Oh, that's except now I'm giving away the secret. Yeah, don't don't say that. I gave me. away thy <laughs> corn. <laughs> thy corn is thy. <laughs> we could get a new yeah, like a corner of podcasting, like the, the yeah. Bible there's podcast. got to be something in there for that. The Bible podcast. <laughs> Hello and welcome. And thy he gave he made thy bread out of bread. You're good at that. <laughs> it's the sing song part of it. That's that's what really sells. I got it. kicked out of um, uh, what was it? Bible. Study? Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Phase oh. on Love here <laughs> on Fun Employment Radio. Wait, you got kicked out of Bible study? Because um, there was a story about how Jesus took the wine and made it to um, no, the water and made it to wine. I was like, why do you just drink the water? <laughs> <laughs> and they got so mad that they would kick you. You don't never question Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you raised uh, Catholic? Uh, I don't know what it was. It was yeah. I just had to go every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, hmm, the more questions I ask, the more I don't have to be here. I know. <laughs> no, that's how I got in trouble for a – because I was raised Catholic. You were talking about C- that. You had to stand in a corner or something? Yeah, oh, yeah they actually made too, me yeah. stand in a corner because I was, I was like, yeah. this is so boring. And we had to sit around and read some books. So I was just like cracking jokes, and the teacher, she did not like it. Yes. Mrs. Estrada hated me. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I had Mrs. to stand Estrada? in a corner. Yeah, Mrs. Estrada. Mine was Mrs. Cupboard. Mine? Mrs. was, that's not funny. <laughs> I you're was, not going to make your living as a comedian. Right, right. <laughs> who do you think you're funny? <laughs> who do you think you are, Mr. Buster Brown? <laughs> like, who the hell is Buster Brown? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it turns out you were funny. Miss <laughs> <laughs> <Ms>. Cupboard. <laughs> Little did she know. Just find her now. <laughs> right. So, Faison, what are you thinking of our fair city so far? Have you been here before? I haven't really been here. I, I, I drove up here with um, my ex-wife, and um, she had some relatives up here, but I didn't know it was it was, it was Beaverton. Okay. All right. And I was like, that's a that's suburb, th- yeah. Yeah, I was like, are we going to see a bunch of beavers? Or <laughs> <laughs> I, and I didn't see no beavers, I was pissed. I was like. <laughs> you have to go a little further south. <laughs> Just Greg- a bunch of Chinese restaurants. Like, it's like going to Florida, like, where's a damn alligator? Yeah. I want to see an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> it's Beaverton. I want to see a fucking beaver around here. There are some beaver. Don't his parents live like an hour and a half south? Yeah, my parents, they, that's in the country, though. They have some beaver that's, problems. Is it weed? Weed? No, no. Weed. Uh, California. I think it's in California, isn't weed it? Weed is in California. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> right yes. Yeah. 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 I'm like, it's a place called Weed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beaverton, no beavers. Lots of sad people it's out like, there. So that's as close as you got to Portland. <laughs> yeah. 
and the then uh, I think we came over here, but I didn't grasp it because it was. It was, it was just, That's an odd way to get introduced to Portland it's, through it, Beaverton. It yeah. it's like we're going to Beaverton. I'm like, okay, where the fuck is Beaverton? It's near, <laughs> it's near Portland. Oh, okay, where's Portland? <laughs> but it was, the drive is so beautiful up here. Yeah, it's like you, you know, because you guys are surrounded by fucking Christmas trees. I know. Yeah, it's like it's Christmas lots of trees, trees all the time, and, and then there's Bigfoot lurking around. It's true. That's that's true. Greg could does, be anywhere. Greg has called anywhere. it the year of the Bigfoot so far this year. I think so, lots, the Bigfoot stories are picking up a little bit. Well, you know they have a Bigfoot series um, on air, and they haven't seen Bigfoot, Bigfoot one fucking. Day. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, there was you like better the, show this motherfucker. <laughs> there was like the million dollar like Bigfoot bounty. There is. There's one right. I don't know if that's anywhere outside of the Northwest, but yeah, I think it's Rainier Beer is offering a million dollars. To up anyone in, who finds up in Washington, yeah, yeah, from uh, I think it's for like Washington and Idaho. Wow, like a million dollars if you find Bigfoot, which Shit, will never, which will never happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you think of your first night? So, did you get here yesterday? Uh, no, we've been here. We actually been here since Saturday. Oh, dang! Just to hang out and because, like I said, never been here before, and it's like it's weird to perform in a city you've never been in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like I wanted to check it out, and you guys have it's fucking interesting around here. <laughs> I must say, tell me your I thoughts. Say. <laughs> yeah, I'm always curious, like like thoughts, yeah, from people who uh, I think first the hippies time out left um, San Francisco and came up here and said, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. I look at Port- I love Portland. It's a it's my favorite city, but sometimes I look at it, I'm like you're just too. You're too fucking Portlandy right now. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's great. Like the guy told me how the cow was raised by a cow or some shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, whoa! How else would a fucking cow be raised? <laughs> how the meat was generic. I don't know. I was like, just cook it. Yeah. I don't need to, we don't need to have a conversation yeah, about just it. Just cook the food. fucking hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't need to know its name. Yeah, I don't need to know who blessed it, why it was water. Now it's wine. I don't. <laughs> God, Portland is really just a walking Portlandia sketch. But it's beautiful, though. Yeah, it's, it is um, pretty. It's one of those places. I have a joke. Um, my ex-wife always tells me, um, "You want to move everywhere because I go to places like this because Hollywood is, is fucking fucking." Tits. Mm. It's just bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's boring. It's it's finished. It it's, looks boring. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. You think it could either you're gonna go fuck a Kardashian or <laughs> do a reality show. Either way, yeah. you're getting fucked. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but um, here it's like life. Life is outside of California. Mm. I mean, Oak, Oakland and San Francisco is probably the last. San Diego too. The L. A. is just so fucking. Just soul sucking. It's like a one fucking set. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you land, you're like, hey, I'm on. Hey, guys. Uh, right. You have to be on no matter where hey you guys, are. Hey, guys. TMZ's <laughs> in my face. Hey, what do you think of Bill, Bill Cosby? Hey, uh, you know, what the fuck? Oh. I just, I just fucking landed. That would yeah, be really can't exhausting go to have to be on all the time. I don't on. I just, I just tell people the fucking truth and they back away. Yeah. Because I'm, you know. I'm, yeah. How does that work? Like, seriously, you're just walking down the street and you'll have somebody walk up with a camera and like, start throwing questions. And just start talking. Just try to get you to fuck up or something like that or yeah. say something. Ooh, that you get you hear what like, he said? I'm right. Like, get the fuck out of here. We're not going to whip my ass. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So it's. Yeah. It seems so invasive. It's. Uh, yeah. It's I've, not like Hollywood used to be the greatest place. Because you've been in Hollywood for a long time. Yeah. So it used to be rock and roll. Cocaine, drugs, tits. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a Motley Crue video, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all that shit in those rap videos, we used to really do that shit. Yeah. They used to just film us doing shit. So it wasn't, you know, I remember a Tupac video. It was, uh, I get around. It was, that was the party. And they just filmed it. <laughs> and, then they, <laughs> and then turned a video. Like, well, could you do a verse? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Back to the fucking party. Ah! <laughs> that is awesome. It was like that. It was like we were really living it. Then they start um, making copying Picasso. Yeah. <laughs> Once you copy Picasso, then it's not a Picasso. Then it's fucking Kardashian. Yeah. 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 So. Wow, you've lived such an interesting life. I uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> I need to write a book, but I'm gonna write a book on um, procrastination. But I <laughs> just can't. <laughs> Any day now. <laughs> so I have to ask you: when people come up to you, what do they usually um, like? What characters do they usually associate you with the most? Oh, is it, do you get big worm a de- lot? It depends on who it is. If it's some niggas, I. Uh, <laughs> 
Nova Scotians. <laughs> <laughs> Some Nova Scotians. Um, maybe. <laughs> Sorry, I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> yeah, Nova Scotians would be um, Big Worm. Mm. Um, but then, because uh, the Nova Scotians think I only did one movie. Like, oh man, that new bit, the Big Worm. Shut that, You know, the movie's like 55 years old. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> so you've just been sitting there since then. Right. <laughs> In the big worm clothes. <laughs> say, say the words. I was like. <laughs> but um, it really depends on what group of people that I'm either performing for or what city I'm in. Yeah. Um, like in Hawaii, it's Blue Crush. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Midwest, it's Replacements. Yeah. Or, or Elf. It just really depends on who, you know. Like some people... Know I'm an elf, but don't know I was big worm. Um, then, they, then you have the um, like uh, the maid crowd. The then you have the mat, the couples retreat. It's it's really cool. It's everywhere, but that is because you've done such a diverse, like you know, so many. Different there's no kinds rhyme of roles. or reason yeah. to my shit. It's yeah, <laughs> there's there's no central character no, through all that, like. no. which is cool because a lot of people get typecast, and you kind of get to do yeah, so many different characters. Yeah, I'm not going to do a big worm over and over. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, do you prefer acting over comedy, or comedy over acting? Or I used to love acting, um, but now it's not acting; it's just posing. You know, it's, that's like all models and shit. Yeah. So, like, hey, where's my sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like you've been busy though acting. I mean, because uh, you have like three. I was looking online, like three movies in post production. Those are the type of directors I like mm-hmm. that are because um, the independent world is really you know pretty soon. No one's going to go to the theaters. Yeah. everything's going to be piped into your house. That's what I think. That's whole yeah the thing with the the movie the interview was mm-hmm. it's like um, Sony's um, way to how to market a movie that sucks. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been hacked by the Koreans. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like the Koreans is. know the producers' names. Mondanga Stein's Chang Wai. Like, not really serious, motherfucker. Like, you're going to know. I don't, I'm in Hollywood. I don't know these motherfuckers, but these motherfuckers know. Yeah, across the world. <laughs> They've been able to do it. Let's <laughs> try him. He's a set producer. <laughs> Let's look at his email. <laughs> it's like bullshit. But it was. But what they were doing was showing you the new way mm. films going directly to you and making more money. There's more um, iPhones and laptops in theaters. There's only like 3,000 theaters. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they keep closing, it seems. Yeah, because it, it's easier to go for you to just press that button and order a $10 movie yep. and watch it at home anytime you want to. And it's only On $10. any kind of device that you would ever want to. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the theater used to be more of an experience. Now it's just kind of gross. It is kind of gross. They kicked sticky. us out of a fucking theater. Why? Okay, we went to go see Selma, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was over. But it was literally no people in the whole fucking theater. And it was yeah. like 7.30. So Selma ended at 8.30. And... Another the other movie was taken. I said, I'll see this fucking movie. I know it's gonna happen. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Spoiler. It's taken again? What the <laughs> fuck? Not again, Dad. Oh shit. He's Get so your bad. guns, you old motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, let's go. I'll hunt you down. <laughs> right. <laughs> Luke, you're going to be taken. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> um I, but I was like, you know, those movies are popcorn movies. So I was like, yeah. I said, let's go, let's go get some concessions. Yeah. So because that's where movies make their money anyway. Just, right. just walking. So you buy, you know, you buy popcorn and some soda. It's like fifty bucks. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so it's more than a ticket. So we're in there watching the movie at half of the movie theater, and this fucking movie, fucking detective, it's literally three people in the movie. Like if we weren't in there, they'd be showing the movie for one guy. Yeah. So. Sorry, man, see your tickets. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, you fucking Columbo? Seriously, so they threw you, even though you already had paid for the concessions. And he watched me pay for the concessions. That's a dick move. Yeah, that was a dick move. Yeah. yeah. So I did dick move number two. I said, okay, here's your popcorn back. <laughs> here's your tutti fruity candy. Pick that shit up. And then I. I got... <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> see, I totally understand that log- logic. I snuck into a movie. I went to see something, and then I snuck into the Hunger Games movie. And I could tell they were, like, the guy came with the flashlight, and he was trying to find me, and I'd taken off my hat and, like, my jacket. Were they really? They don't yeah. do that nowhere else. I know. I'm, like, I'm not taking a seat from a paying person. No, like, exactly. Would have been yeah. empty. Exactly. Yeah. If the movie theater is packed, and you then that's wrong. Mm-hmm. But totally. if it's fucking empty, you and you're gonna show the whole movie anyway, and I'm paying, paying concessions. Which yeah, is where you, you, you already money. paid something. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, what the fuck? I mean, you can do that, and well, maybe in, in like in New York and other theaters, you, you it, it's common to like movie jump. Mm-hmm. You know, especially like I don't get to. The, I love going to movies, and um, you don't you don't. When you get to go see them, you're like, okay, let me go see this. And you just buy concessions. You know, there's the guy. You even ask the guy, hey, what time does that start? Oh, 8.30. Better go in there now. because. But you're looking there and see, is it packed? Mm-hmm. And you let the movie start and let everybody who bought a seat, excuse me, sit in their seat. Oh, yeah. And but then you go in and see. Then you go in there and watch a shitty movie. Yeah, and chances are yeah. you might well, not a shitty movie. But I'm like, and chances are you might even be in the fucking movie. <laughs> you could be like, hey, I'm <laughs> for in you. I don't watch too. movies. I'm in though. You don't? No, that's that. That's so you've never seen Elf. I've seen Elf. Uh, I'm gonna tell you when I saw Elf. <laughs> um, John Favreau. Uh, there's a theater right down the street from his house. It's a little vintage theater, and they show. Um, they, they like last year, two years. Was it last year? It was last year. Last year they showed Elf, and he was like, "Come watch the movie, and um, we're going to talk about it in front of you know a crowd." Wow! They get the cast there and all that stuff. Yeah, well, it's just me and John, and I think Peter Billsley came by, and um, so I was looking at him like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this in the movie theater. Oh, one. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you never seen the movie." I didn't. Oh my <laughs> How crazy is that? It must be. I mean, well, you've been in so many movies, but I mean, Elf in particular has become like a. It's like the new Christmas story, mm. right? Like everybody yeah. on the fucking planet watches that. Like they see your face, like on the holidays. Now you're like associated well, with. And that. he's in in New York doing a um, Broadway play. Yeah. Yeah, of Elf. Yeah, yeah. So like, elf, 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 sing, <laughs> dance, bring Christmas magic to us, yes. <laughs> and my character's dancing, and Elf is going to sing. And I was like, what? Uh, oh my that, <laughs> I was like, wow. wow. This guy's kicking his legs above his head and shit. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that guy going, Elf is going to dance. <laughs> bring Christmas on for buddy. <laughs> So I was like, wow. That is so weird. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. me going, I can't kick that high. <laughs> but it, but that was also for, you know, you think you did a good job because they, they took it from that. No, oh, yeah. That. That's a huge oh, compliment. Yeah. yeah. And my character. And your character it. crossed over? Yeah. Yeah. So it's only three characters in the whole thing. So it's Buddy, myself, and Santa Claus in the in the stage play. Oh, wow. So I was like, wow, my character nice. made it into that shit? Yeah. I must be doing some fucking shit right. <laughs> Damn straight. That's awesome. Well, I saw you posted too on uh, Twitter, I think it was earlier or yesterday, this uh, something for Netflix, Long Street. Long Street is going to be my shit, baby. So yeah, so what is it? Long I was trying to look it up to find out. Playing a cop. Ooh, was that yeah. your voice in it? Fucking cop. This is going to be my shit. Awesome. This is my shit. This is Long Street. Um, I'm writing it. Um, looking for a director. And this is going to, I think I'm going to let John direct it, but, you know, but um, Longstreet is a cop, a little edgier than um, um, Axel Foley. Um, his father was a cop shot, and you know, he actually locks his son up because my son was, you know, my son was like, hey, you're fucking up. You got to go to jail. And he weighs the guilt on him that um, he hadn't spent a lot of time with his family. So he actually moved out of the house because he r- runs his fucking shit like, you know. Yeah. Like, motherfucker. Like, the cops are afraid of Longstreet. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. people, the police, people are afraid of the police, but the cops are afraid of Longstreet. I saw that. That's awesome. That's a so great So he's correcting the cops. And, you know, it, 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 hopefully it turns out pretty good because this is my – because I've never really starred in anything. Um, 
I, my whole they, every time they ask me to do a film, they fucking take it. Like I wanted to, my first after um, Elf. New Line sent me down. Says, "What do you want to do?" I said, "I would like to do Green Hornet." I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan, mm-hmm. so I said, "If we do Green Hornet with me as the rich guy, and we get the new karate bad motherfucker, we can get it." No, it'll never work. And then fucking Seth Rogen does it. I'm like, he fucked it up. Oh. I was like, what the fuck, right? Yeah. So then, um, there's like, what else you want to do? I said, I want to do Maxwell Smart. No, you can't do Max so smart, blah, blah, blah. And then they, what, they fucked that up. So they're asking you what you want to do, and then every time, like. They tell me no. <laughs> yeah, I know. But then they do it. That's not. That's tell me not what asking. you want. No. 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 Listen no. to me. Long Street, we're doing all my shit. You know? That's funny. That's what you get. Yeah, that's gonna, that's my baby. You know? Long Street's going to be. Interesting. You have a pretty sweet that's beard fantastic. in that picture too. You like that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, you have it that now. That's too. It looks good. That's, my, that's my long shoe beard. I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> one of the different. I think I'm gonna lose a little, little, little of the stomach. A little of the. A little of it. You know. You're but not, you know what's so funny? Yeah. Detectives looks like the real detectives look like me. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not chasing motherfuckers. No. No, no they're way above that. They don't do that stuff. <laughs> they're walking slower. Than, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think he came through here. <laughs> <laughs> I got his yeah. address right here. He dropped his wallet, dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, Faison is going to be here tonight, two shows. Yes. Tomorrow, two shows. And on Sunday. And, and on Sunday. And on Holy Sunday. shit. Holy. Back to the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and we like to Bring close, it back around. We like to close with a Bible verse. <laughs> Your favorite verse, please. Uh, verse. <laughs> Thou should not say shit to <laughs> no, you, People keep offering me weed here. People stop. <laughs> stop offering face on weed. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't smoke anymore because I'm grown and <laughs> it's like I feel like I'm missing. I'm like I'm not doing some shit right. <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm fucking up. <laughs> you know, you ever, when you get like too high, like you ever leave your house twice? Oh. <laughs> I can't smoke weed. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried. It just uh, it affects me. Yes. Um, yes yeah. It exactly. makes me paranoid. I don't yes. have fun. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And I just sit there. I'm like, I just want it to be done. Yes. Like, yeah. And that's that's the that's, same way I am. But uh-huh. that's not the way the city of Portland is. No. no. Yeah. No, there's like, a lot of. There's a. I mean, literally. I mean, I think well, it's going to be legal here too. And I think it is the way they're throwing it around. Oh no! It passed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it passed they're, here, so it's going to be legal in. What, may, June? It, you know what's so funny? It's going to pass, but they're going to forget. They're going to be trying they're to like, deal. Oh, we're all for this thing. Never mind. <laughs> it passed, but you know it's going to pass. It probably already passed, but everybody <laughs> forgot. Like, it's well, it pass. did. It did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weed smokers always forgetting. Like, oh, oh yeah. It did. Oh, it's not illegal. Yeah, it's oh, not even. Le- it's not legal yet. I don't think it kicks in for like. Six yeah, but months. they, like, they already just, said they're not enforcing any laws. I don't know. With it, like so. people walking on the street, cigarette, cigarette joint, just no yeah. big deal. Well, like I think this is probably one of the nicest cities, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's nice, but it's passive aggressive. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of assholes here. Oh uh, yeah, I met one nice at the because... fucking theater. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking ticket count motherfucker. No, I guess he was doing his job. American way. Um, <laughs> thou let us pray for him. Let us pray for him. Let's pray for his soul. Let us pray for him. <laughs> You're on this show. Uh, well, you can buy your tickets. Don't sneak into Faison's show. No, he's Don't worth every in. fucking penny. If you do, buy um, some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Get your tickets, heliumcomedy.com. Go see him. Two shows tonight, two shows Where, Saturday. Where's Big Ass Sandwiches at? Oh, it's Ooh. down on uh, Southwest. Second or southeast second? It's open right now. It's fucking delicious. Yeah, you should seriously go there. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Yeah, big ass sandwiches. Big ass sandwiches. Well, we'll tell them they're big as a motherfucker. <laughs> they are fucking huge. <laughs> it is. It's a big sandwich. It's it's uh. It's, yeah, it's right down the street. It's amazing. I like that. It's a lot of um businesses here like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they've been uh, so. It's actually run by two of our good friends, and they've actually started Lisa big ass sandwiches at the same time we started Fun Employment Radio. Yeah, Lisa used to be in radio. Can I ask you a question? Was oh fun employment because you guys have fun employment? Yeah, because mm-hmm. we were unemployed, but now we're fun. We got stuck with the name. <laughs> it's yeah. been five years. We yeah. can't change it. <laughs> no, that, that's what. No, but it makes uh, sense. You guys are having fun. I like that. We are. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. yeah. This today was brought to you by <laughs> Jesus. By the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Awesome. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Phase on love, right here on Fun Employment Radio. There he was. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club, just like we said tonight. And he was super awesome. I mean, I'm sure you get that from the interview. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was. He was very awesome. Uh, so he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday. Oh. All right. I think uh, Sarah, it's time that we we do a little something because it's Friday and it's a big weekend in the NFL. And somebody needs I to didn't make think some that there was anything really big happening in sports. Oh, there's this some weekend. big things. Oh, there's big okay. things. There's big things. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, it is a. Uh, you know what? It's not even a potpourri of balls today. For one, for one second, it's actually not. I've got. So some it isn't pretty a giant su- clusterfuck like there really is. No, it's, it's a pretty specific thing. So it's just going to be about this. So the NFL playoffs are this weekend where the final four teams will be deciding, of course, who's going to the Super Bowl. It's going to be Green Bay versus Seattle. The New England Patriots versus the Indianapolis Colts. We have uh, listeners of Fun Employment Radio who are fans and from the regions of all of these teams. But let me just know this. All I do... Is study study the statistics. Oh, Greg. And make my analysis professionally. I don't put any stock or root for any one team when I'm doing this. Now, uh, quick note, though, about the Green Bay-Seattle game. It's going to be happening on Sunday, I believe, is when that game is happening. Now, we already heard about in uh, the city of Bainbridge, Washington, has banned anyone from eating cheese in their city hall. Because they have the Green Bay Packers fans and their cheese heads. Sure. So they're not going to eat cheese out of protest. Cheese ban. It's a good cheese ban. It is true. Mm-hmm. Well, Green Bay has responded. Oh, the gauntlet has been thrown. Yes, indeed. Now, one of the radio stations there in Wisconsin has said this. Since there is the game on Sunday, what they're going to be doing, it's a radio station 94.5 in Milwaukee. It's in Milwaukee. They are banning any music from a Seattle-based artist. So that means Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Jimi Hendrix, Soundgarden, Hart, Alice in Chains. None of them. Macklemore. Macklemore. <laughs> nobody, that's from Mix-a-Lot, nobody from Seattle, none of their music can be played on their radio station. They're banning Seattle artists. Wow, for the whole weekend? For the whole weekend. That's what they're doing. So there you go. Be intimidated about that. That's pretty scary. Yes. Uh, all right, so th- those are those things. Now, I-, I could go on and on about the games and make my predictions, but I think what I really need to do is this, and you guys know I have to do this, because this time of year, once you get a bunch of uh, bunch of teams going, you have super fans that come out of the woodworks. And when super fans come out of the woodworks... I believe it's just one work. That's all works. It's different works because it's different, lo- different locations. Oh, uh Okay. I have to do this. I have to play a couple of fan songs. So, representing each team, I've just got one song. We'll play play part of a song from each team, from each uh, fan of each team. This one, and I'm going to use this also to partially base my statistics on who's going to win each uh, each conference. Okay. This one comes from John Stevens Jr. on Twitter. It's called Bleeding Colts Blue. Chuck and Luck and a team lined up, jamming up the middle like a ten-ton truck. His voice is so distracting, I can't even hear the words. Wait till look at him. We can run, there's a new sheriff in town with a big bad gun. Pitscomb plays, got her plan of attack. Don't forget the boomstick, Pat, Mac, Mac, Mac. We're on a roll, here to win, go knock you down, pick you up and do it again. KBB, you know it's true when the whole cold nation is bleeding coach blue. Okay, that's enough of that one. Yes. <laughs> no, it's a solo video that he put up of himself outside of the. Wait, uh, you're saying Colts that he couldn't stadium. convince his friends to come and hang There's, out with him while there he did is no that? one else in that video. So that is what the Colts are bringing to the table. This is. Uh, I'm going to say this is officially. Wait, so are you predicting like the best fan song instead of the team? It's kind of along those lines. Okay. It's along those lines. All right. So we to uh, combat that. We got to go. This is a brand new released song, by the way. 
Oh, no, no, it's not. It's not brand new. <laughs> it's a year old. I saw January, and I was like, ooh, brand new. No, it's, it's a year old, but it's still very relevant. So it's I think, exactly the opposite of I brand new. I think this is the best example of what, of what the Patriots have to bring to the table. So this is, they're going a different direction. Okay. They're going with a rap. And it's called the Tom Brady theme song. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah. You know Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Montego. Girls think I'm fly because I look like Tom Brady. Tom he does not Brady. look like Tom Brady at, at all. Tom Brady. Any, like, that's as tall as uh, him, he's, maybe? He's white. Okay. He's wearing a number 12 jersey. That's that's where the... Yeah, that's where it is. This is putting me to sleep. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go with the Colts on that one. The Colts will win. Colts will win. Against the New England Patriots, I'm picking the upset. The Indianapolis Colts are going to beat the New England Patriots and go into the Super Bowl. Andrew Luck's first Super Bowl, knocking off the Patriots at Foxborough. Don't do it, Greg. It's my prediction. Now, of course, there is one other game that's going to be going on this weekend. Greg. The Green Bay Packers will be heading to Seattle, just to the north of Portland. A lot of uh, lot of Seattle Seahawks fans. So let's get their comparisons here. I've got one from each. Let's go ahead and play this. We'll get the Packers song. Comes from Chris Kiefer. Cheesehead anthem. Sitting down, sipping down beer here. My bowls ain't got no fear. They came to throw down. Now we got a show down. I'm right here tailgating, drinking beer and bean bagging. About to lose my mind. It's almost kickoff time. I'm in Packer Town. Friends around me. I don't think that you should have to pick one for this one. Well, I'm just going to lay that down there. Now, there was that one. That was the Packers song from Chris Kiefer. This one, actually, uh, our friend Carrie sent me this link here. First alerted me to this song. This one comes from a group in Seattle. Created a song, an entire video called Hawktown Funk. do 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 like the worst shit show of like disco and like so that it tries the, to do like that dubstep thing at the end it's the Hawktown Funk sir so there we go those are the other two competing songs in this the Hawktown Funk versus the <laughs> let Packers song let me just song. tell you our good friend Rick Rutherford in the chat says and I quote I've never done anything to you to deserve you doing this to me <laughs> don't do it Greg don't do it It's a- the winner Greg of the NFC battle. Greg. Greg. For the best fan song goes to the Hawktown Funk. Best fan song goes to the Hawktown Funk. Seattle beats Green Bay in the best fan song. Best fan song. Best fan song. Best fan song. Seattle winning over Green Bay. The battle royale you just heard right here. Hawks moving on in the song battle.
That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That was close, Greg. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's that's what it was. So All right. Well, I'm glad that it was just about the song. It, it, absolutely. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely, Sarah. I do want to say, if you're going to be buying any of your uh, favorite team's gear online, of course, you can go through Amazon by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com first and clicking on the Amazon link. Well, hot dog. Just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Hot dog sounds good. Click on the Amazon link. You're getting your hot dog eyes. Sarah, <laughs> Sarah gets hot dog eyes every once in a while where they just like glaze over and she starts thinking about it's either hot dogs or mac and cheese. You already had mac and cheese. I can I see the remnants right there. Uh, so yeah, now you've got your hot dog eyes on. And sometimes it's a little bit of a struggle to get you to focus. I do have hot, hot dog eyes. You got your hot dog eyes going. I know. They glaze over and she just kind of like slowly glances up and like with a, a small grin, but then like almost like your mouth is like like fantasizing about eating it's the hot watering. dog. It's like your mouth starts moving as though you're eating the hot dog. It does not start moving as if I'm I don't, eating I don't the think hot you realize dog. you're doing it. Hot dog eyes. I don't have hot dog eyes. It sounds like they're long and like flopping out of my face. <laughs> it's like a cartoon. Hello, my friends. Got a little brief hot world of crazy dog eyes. Well, look so- at you and I can't disguise my. Hot dog eyes. Somebody can make a fan song about you for your hot dog eyes. Oh. Yeah, I like how uh, from the comedy showcase that we did, Stephen Wilbur, now whenever I see him, he calls me Sarah Hot Dog Dylan. <laughs> Every time I see him, Stephen Wilbur, of course, voted. Uh, I will say I was person. the one that said that on, on the stage. Yeah. And then he's and then he just stopped like saying my first name entirely and just kept calling me Hot Dog. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Was, hot Dog Dylan. Awesome. Well, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, let's see. So we were talking about food, so I'll go to this story. Uh, in New Kensington, Pennsylvania. <laughs> you were instantly going for your English accent there, I noticed. Was that supposed to be a Pennsylvania? I was trying to figure out what PA was. That's If, oh. you're, if we're being honest. My hot, uh, really? Just kidding. <laughs> you got to say use guys. Use guys. Why use are, guys. Why am I saying that? Use guys. New Kensington, Pennsylvania. Uh, police have arrested a Pennsylvanian bank robbery suspect because after he robbed the bank, he decided to stop for chicken and biscuits two doors away from the bank. Well, I mean, you have that extra cash burning in your pocket. Sometimes he, maybe he had chicken and biscuit eyes. That's what he wanted. Now, what was the name of the, uh, was the name of the place actually chicken and biscuits? Uh, it said that Tell he wanted chicken and biscuits. It doesn't say what it was. I mean, Popeyes, you have to stop at Popeyes. Well, the man's name one. is Shane Lindsay. He's 32 years old. Uh, okay. He was arrested about 20 minutes after he allegedly robbed the Citizens Bank in downtown New Kensington. Now, police say that witnesses saw a bald man who matched Lindsay's description run toward a restaurant after the heist. Now, police knew the business had a surveillance video and went inside to view it, hoping for clues as to where he went, only to find him sitting inside eating chicken and biscuits. <laughs> he was sitting in there. So when they actually did, they were able to arrest him then. They however, just have like a bag of money sitting next to him? <laughs> oh uh, yeah, how much will this buy? Can I just reach in? There you go. That's for you, <laughs> for my chicken and biscuits. Uh, so police, even though they didn't need it because they were able to arrest him since he was sitting there eating two blocks away from, from the bank that he had just robbed, uh, they got the video and the video showed the suspect run past the restaurant with the money, pause, Look in the window and then go inside. <laughs> <laughs> so he could have gotten away with it. Yeah, I can stop in real quick for some chicken strips and some biscuits. Might as well. I mean, I already got the money. Yeah. I mean, why not? Why not go crazy? You, you reward yourself. I mean, you shouldn't rob banks, but for him, that was probably an accomplishment. He's like, you know what? You know what I deserve today? I'm going to take myself a little break. I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to go get some chicken and biscuits. Mm, chicken and biscuits. No, no. Stop with your hot dog eyes. Stop saying hot dog eyes. All right, so he's been arrested. Next up, a New York woman. Oh, thank you to Cammie for sending this to me, by the way. Um, Dateline New York. A New York woman has decided to sue a tights manufacturing company because she is claiming that their product didn't give her the orgasmic experience that she said the commercials promised. What? A woman is suing a tights manufacturing company. You know what tights are, right? Like spend, they're like, like they're like spandex with feet. They're like yeah, what girls wear okay. under dresses. That's what I thought. I didn't yeah. know if there was some other. I didn't realize what it's supposed 
I'm well, this, particular, this woman is suing this particular tights manufacturing company because their product didn't give the orgasmic experience that was conveyed by the woman in the commercial. So let me tell you a little bit Where, about What this. kind of commercial had a... Okay. Well, I'll yeah, tell you. I, I have a description of the commercial. So this woman, her name is Meng Wang. Uh, she lives in Queens. She purchased a pair of cushy foot shaping tights uh, for seven American dollars and was disappointed when she didn't have an orgasmic experience that the woman on the company's advertising commercial had. She is actually suing because of this. She said, uh, so this is the commercial. Uh, in the sexually suggestive commercial, a woman is seen walking down the seat, down the street wearing the cushy foot tights, seemingly in the throes of passion as she's walking. Now, she's walking down the street in these, uh, in these tights, and the woman keeps saying, that's the spot, and oh, what? yeah, that's it. At the end of the commercial, the woman is surrounded by a group of women eager to know her secret, and the woman pulls a package of the stockings out of her purse and says... Cushy foot. All the while, a chorus is heard in the background of the commercial is singing, I'm super satisfied, super satisfied. Well, you know who wasn't satisfied? Meng Wang. Is that an expectation from, from tights? Well, this is what Meng Wang thought, and she's suing because she was not super satisfied with her $7 cushy foot shaping tights. Okay. So she filed a class action lawsuit against the company. It's uh, Gildan Outerwear. Oh, Gildan! Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's who makes our t-shirts. Yeah, and our sweatshirts. Yes, our awesome. T-shirts that are available at funemploymentradio.com/store. We've got uh, several, four, five, five different kinds. Five different kinds. Five different kinds of T-shirts mm-hmm. you can buy at funemploymentradio.com/store. And if you get it up. in this weekend, I've been mailing them out every Monday. So if you get them in uh, now before Monday, I will be shipping them out to you on Monday. Pick up a hat while you're at it. There you go. Uh, so Meng Wang's lo- uh, lawyer said that the advertisement indicated that Wang would get a massage through her pantyhose, but the product turned out to be just socks. The lawyer claimed Meng Wang purchased the shaping tights and wore them for a week, trying to get pleasurable sensations that she was not able to achieve. The product's description of cushy. What kind of an attorney takes this case? I don't know. A shitty one, I'm sure. So the product's description on the Cushy Foot website claims the shaping tights include a massaging sole for extra comfort and a firm shaper that tames your tummy, hips, and thighs. According to the class action lawsuit, Wang is seeking... Let's see, to redress the commercial because it's deceptive the way it's being portrayed right now. All right. Uh, the suit ca- claims that the tights manufacturer used unreliable and misleading language to describe the product, and Wang felt uh, relied on the tension relief and massage claims that never existed. Oh. Ming Wang sounds like she'd just be a treat to hang out oh, with, Oh, man, she? she sounds miserable. Meng Wang uh, also states in the suit that uh, she relied on the company's tension relief and massage claims, but the product did not improve her overall bodily comfort nor give her an orgasmic result. So this is a real lawsuit. It's a real person. Uh, it makes my waste, head hurt. Wasting real people's time. Yes. So let's go for Meng Wang. Maybe I should start suing things. You know what I've noticed lately? England's a little bit more in the news in my crazy stories. Oh, yeah. England's... Things are running amok over America's there. America's crazy little brother, basically. Yeah, this point. I know. The, as far as the crazy part. He's yeah. growing up. He used to be a toddler. Now he's uh, No, he's full on crazy. Getting uh, reaching some puberty. Yeah, you got to keep him away from meth. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. England's going to be on meth pretty soon. Well, a man in England, in uh, Wigan, England. Pouring around. A man in Wigan, England has been labeled a sex offender after he was found guilty of having sex with a mailbox. <laughs> Ew. Oh, man, worst day ever when you go to get your mail. And by the way, uh, how exactly does that work? I'm curious uh, well, I can tell physical. you. I okay. can tell you all about it. Uh, so this this uh, British man's name is Paul Bennett. It's a proper name. You shouldn't have sex with a mailbox, Paul. Uh, Paul Bennett, 45 years young, uh, pleaded guilty yesterday to two counts of indecent exposure. We'll have sex with your letterbox there, <laughs> please. And using threatening and abusive words with abusive behavior. I don't know if it's to the letterbox. Okay. But there were witnesses, so let me tell you a little bit uh, of how this happened. So, Very well. This uh, happened late last year when Paul D- Bennett attempted to have sexual relations with a mailbox in a public area. Now, witnesses told the court that they saw Paul Bennett pull down his pants in a shopping arcade and start to publicly perform a sexual act on himself in public. Okay. All right. Prosecuting attorneys say that Bennett then walked over to the post box and started to make sexual advances toward it. I don't know what a sexual advance toward a mailbox is. Yeah, I'm not sure But he sure was either. making them. He was giving it eyes and like, hey, how are you doing over there? He was, he was giving him eyes. This is my favorite sentence. 
Bennett reportedly then began rubbing himself against the mailbox while holding his hands up in the air and waving them. <laughs> Witnesses also say he kept shouting, wow, wow, during his mailbox <laughs> masturbation. <laughs> wow, indeed. Rubbing himself against the mailbox while holding his hands up in the air, waving them around. Witnesses said he kept shouting, wow, wow, during his mailbox masturbation. Oh, he finished. I didn't realize that. Oh. After... Oh, he wasn't well, who's going to stop him, though? I mean, Seriously. are you going to stop the guy humping the mailbox? No. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Could you not hump my letterbox? I might say something, but I'm not going to try to stop him. Well, uh, after he finished, Paul Bennett then pulled up his pants and then started swinging around the lamppost. <laughs> after he finished swinging around the lamppost, he wandered to another store where police later found him exposing himself to other people. Officers say that he drunkenly swore and shouted at them. Now, Paul Bennett's attorney told the court that he realizes his client's behavior left witnesses disgusted and upset. He said, my client accepts that clearly. He has some issues that need to be addressed. <laughs> A court ordered Bennett to undergo alcohol treatment and uh, the woman. So there's uh, one woman who... Bared witness to Are they just blaming everything on alcohol in England? Because the other guy that uh, walked out into traffic and was just like flashing around, dropped his pants, blamed it on alcohol. Now this guy's blaming humping a mailbox humping on alcohol? A, humping a mailbox to come. Uh, I just had too many, too many tequila shots. I've never really heard of anyone having that kind of an issue before just from alcohol. No. I mean, we don't see it. I mean, it, I guess it happens. But this is, uh, this is a special case, I think. So the woman who uh, witnessed him having sexual relations with said postbox, uh, he had to pay her $75. Which is like such a random thing. He has to undergo alcohol treatment and pay the woman who watched him hump a mailbox $75. Well, she didn't have to sit there and she watch. She didn't have to watch. You, you know, I've seen bums playing with themselves. Like, oh, just yesterday, actually, when I went down to Digital Trends to do their podcast, I was driving downtown. This guy... Bright, bright and early in day. This was like what two, two mm-hmm. p.m. This dude just walks up to his to his streetlight and just peed away right on it. Yep, right out in the middle of everybody could see, peed on the post. So it was splashing back on him, which was kind of. I was like, oh, back. oh, dude, why are you peeing on the post? And yeah, just went along his way. Yeah, I I saw somebody. Maybe he owes me $75. I think he does. I should have found him. <laughs> Sir, you owe me $75 for that. No, I really, like across the street from my apartment next to a dumpster, there was just a bum just going to, like, you just look at it, and you can look away. Yeah, you don't that, have to watch it. No, he was, he was. If you continue to watch, that's your own problem. That's your problem. Yeah. No, he was like, he was do, he was going to town, I'm like, really? oh, oh yeah. It happens, there are a lot of um, folks that hang out over there, and I just, you know I did? I looked away and kept walking. <laughs> that's, that's probably what you should do. You don't do. need to involve yourself. Um, real quick, there's a question about this story uh, for you, Greg. Okay. Mr. Jenky wants to know, um, he says, Greg, I'm curious as to what you would say to the guy humping the mailbox. Um, well, it's a good question because my main concern at that point would be not to get too close. If it were my mailbox, boy, you know, I probably wouldn't do much. I'd just be like, dude, come on. Is it really worth it? Is it that hot? Something like that. I don't really know. I don't know. It's that's a tough one. If I had a hose, I would hose him. You should have told him that he needs to go for a different kind of box. That's your world of crazy. Wow. Wow, sir. All right, should we do? We, we've got. Let's we've go, got a little bit of time I have left. The science question. I think I have my. I think I have my question that I want to ask. I don't know if I want your question. I don't know if I want a question from Sarah for Doctor Science. I don't know if Doctor Science wants a question. So of course, the Doctor Science segment here on Fun Employment Radio is where we put on our learning caps. We take a minute, and Dr. Science comes in here and puts on his science hat and answers all the questions you may want to ask. So, Sarah, I'm going to leave the room. Dr. Science will be in. All right. I haven't seen him in a long time. Yes, Dr. Science. What if I don't recognize him? Yes. This, of course, is the educational programming part of Fun Employment Radio, court-ordered, where once once a week generally, although it's been a little bit, we've, we've gone on a winter break, where people will take this segment and... Play it for their kids and their children's. Their kids and their children, you guys. Their children's. <laughs> and 
allow the kids to learn something that a lot of times they're not going to learn in school. Because I'm not saying the teachers are all wrong. I'm just saying they're incorrect on a number of things. And they don't know it. But with this, this way you can teach your kids and your kids can teach the other kids and ill-begotten the kids shall be learned. It's a Bible quote right there. So, Sarah, first off, before we do these answer a question, we got to do a little bit of stretching. Do our science stretches. Ugh. we got to get the science juices flowing. Gross. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know what's worse is when you make noises when you're doing your stretches or if you're silent like you just were. You just got to pump the juices right up there. Just get them right up there. Get the science juices flowing because they got to get up to the sponge in your brain. and That way it's all, everything's circular. It's all going. Ooh, boy, I'm feeling very sciencey right now. Ooh. All right, Sarah. I do. Okay, there's a good question. There's a good question. Okay, let's just throw it. All right. In. All right, are you ready? Dr. Science. Yes. Ah. Dr. Science. Yes. Ah. Here's a this is a scientific question. And it has something to do with me, too. Okay. Dr. Science, if someone say, for example, drunkenly falls off a bunk bed and splits their ear in half. Mhm. This is from uh, Mr. Jenke, by the way, but I'm kind of rewarding it from my perspective. How does the human body piece itself back together? Sorry, who are you asking that question to? Uh, Dr. Science. Yes! All right. God, you look crazy right now. So how does one piece their ear back together after it's been split in half from drunkenly falling off of a bunk bed? Well, Sarah, that's a very good question. It is. I'm, I'm really actually curious about the, the legitimate answer to this. Well, there's two different things that can happen. Mm-hmm. Number one, if nothing is done, those two pieces of ear, much like, a, much like an earthworm, will grow into ears of their own. That's one thing a lot of people don't know about the human body. So instead of one ear, you will end up with two ears. Many people forget about this fact. Same thing can happen to the nose, but that's a different story. So if you want to avoid having two ears. I think everybody wants two ears. Well, two ears coming off of the same ear. That's where it gets kind of freaky. Here is what one would need to do. First off, you will need a nutritious diet. A diet full of congealants. Things that make your body stick, much like hot dogs. No wonder we need to eat a number so of hot dogs <laughs> because if you notice the outer skin of a hot dog is very taut it sticks together it's stringy it's full of these skin juices that we so desperately need so when you eat hot dogs you're ingesting skin juice skin juice therefore can gather around different parts of your body now here's the issue the skin juices will go to places where Please they see split skin and try to seal them back together. How often do you see a split hot dog? Not very often. You see them all the time. They will, if, you, if a split hot dog is left alone, it will congeal back together. And that's a, that's a fact of nature. So that is why you need to eat plenty of hot dogs. But here's the other issue. If you eat too many hot dogs, here's what could happen. Because it is the known skin congealer. It'll start to congeal in other places. Let me ask you this, Sarah. Do you like... Hot dogs? I do like hot dogs. Do you feel you eat too many hot dogs? I haven't had them in a couple of weeks, but I know I'm going to eat the shit out of some today. Here's the other scientific fact. Hot dogs will heal things like this. They will heal your ears. And this is something, but, uh, but here's the problem, though, that the hot dog manufacturers don't want you to know about. If you eat too many hot dogs, you are in danger of this. It'll start to fuse other digits. Yes, in fact... The scourge of webbed fingers and feet is the direct result of too many hot dogs. So there's your answer. Hot dogs is how you fuse your ear back together. Skin juices. You're hot tr- dogs are made of skin juices. You're truly disturbing and kind of put me off hot dogs. So that worked. Yes. Well, before we go, we do have a birthday that's happening this yes. weekend. Yes. No, he's gone. You stop that. Uh, we do want to wish juices. a very happy birthday to Jay, 
Jay, yes. Jay, yes. Uh, photographer extraordinaire and Absolutely. friend Jay. Jay, we hope you have a wonderful birthday. Uh, I think it's the Sunday, so he gets to celebrate all weekend long. Mm, oh, mm, birthday roll. Happy birthday okay. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Boom, boom, boom. Excellent. Happy birthday, Jay. Yay. All right. Uh, any other birthdays that we needed? I believe that was it. That's the one I was alerted to. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there we go. I think we've done we've done quite a bit of work today. I think so, too. I think I think we've accomplished quite a bit. We learned about skin juices. Stop it. We had Faison Love on. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if you're a fan of The Wire and you haven't seen The Wire musical from Funny or Die, you should watch that because Faison, Be- Faison Love plays Stringer Bell in that. It is really funny. Just look up The Wire, the musical. It's damn funny. Um, I haven't seen The Wire, and I watched it, and it was very funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you've seen The Wire, it'll make complete sense. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. That was like a sing-songy voice. 503-575-9120. Maybe that's like from your um, audition that you were doing this morning. We should totally talk about it on Monday. Well, we can talk about it after I get it. I, I had an audition for a cartoon commercial. That's a guarantee. It's Car- amazing. I've heard it. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> so we'll play that, or we'll, we'll see have if I get Greg it. recreate it. It involved voices. On and Sarah was in here when I was doing it. I, I hate it when you're in here when I'm doing it. I know. I, you get all, like, flabbergasted. It's fun. It doesn't. Mm. You guys are fantastic. Thank you so much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com slash shop for all of your online shopping needs. Funemploymentradio.com slash shop. That is where Cyber Mall is located. Cyber Mall. Cyber Mall. Cyber. Oh, my God. It's been a long week. Yeah, it has been a long week. Uh, Coming up tomorrow on the Fun Employment Radio Network will, of course, be Chronicles of the Nerds at 1030 a.m. And that will be followed by Rip City Bad Boys. Yeah. All right here on the network. Thank you so much, everybody. You guys are awesome. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.